Happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on the other side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of the limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common, other than we're all New Orleans in a bar. We're at the fabulous Wayfair today on Ferret Street, where they serve handcrafted food and spirits. With a whole new menu and a radically new happy hour, they have a three-hour happy hour here every day from three to six, where everything is half-priced, including drinks and appetizers. Wayfair is on Ferret Street uptown. What? When do you normally start drinking? Kay Charbonnet is here. Do you normally start drinking at three in the afternoon? No, usually I'm at work. It's usually like after work, probably around 5.30. Five. You start drinking immediately after work at 5.30. It right. depends on the day. Okay. Brett Roberts is here. Brett, when do you start drinking? Early in the morning? You're a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, so you could start pretty early, right? Never. Hardly. Never hardly. What? Never hardly am I drinking. Um, While you're... Especially at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Really? What time do you start then? <sighs> Nine or ten, if I'm going out. Nine or ten night. at night. Right. Yeah. Wow, you have a lot of willpower. <laughs> I try. That's to stay impressive. Busy, yeah. There might be other drugs for him, Grant. You don't know. Andrew Duhon's back from Alaska. <laughs> I may be doing other drugs. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. How much pot do you smoke? Zero. Hmm. Well, are, you, are you a cop? I was. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one. Nailed it. Yes. There you go. And Olga is back. Hey, Olga. How's hey, it going? going good. I thought I might use your full name today. Do you ever go by that? Uh, only for credits and film. And credits and film. Mm-hmm. So Olga's, Brett, pay attention. Olga's, <laughs> Olga's an actress and, Sorry, a I was st- drinking. and a stunt person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice do you even need stunt people in your movies? Not yet, but. You can come up with something now. Yeah, we're hopeful. For, what was the last there. stunt job you did, Olga? I did Salem earlier this year, a TV show up That's in Shreveport. Were you, was it like about witches or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about witches. It takes it's like period piece. Okay, how do you know yeah. about that? Well, because I remember seeing like the commercials and mm-hmm. stuff. It's ah. supposed to come out, I guess, in October. This is about like a third season. Yeah, yeah. yeah third what season. network is that? That is, uh, I don't know, TNT I or I think it's CW. CW, yeah, mm-hmm. one of those ones. I don't. I disconnected my oh. TV. I don't even have TV at all anymore. Now. Disconnected it. Totally overdone. Oh, wait, so no, like Roku. I don't watch anything. Apple TV. You have nothing. nothing you don't like even that. watch Netflix. No, because Netflix, Netflix doesn't really have anything I want to so watch. So you don't show. You don't like show. Well, I watch House of Cards, but I already watched all of that, and now I logged in, and every time I want to see a movie, they don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's ah, like but not available. They have great original so. shows that they make on Netflix, though. Well, I watch House of Cards. What about this other thing I'm watching called Lady Dynamite? Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, my God. This thing is funny as hell. You have to see that. You guys, Netflix watchers, Brett, are you a Netflix watcher? Yeah, I do. I, I, I definitely check out a movie from time to time on Netflix. You should be like a late night jazz radio DJ with that delivery, mm-hmm. don't you think? I agree. Yeah. It's yeah, very okay. sultry. I like it. Yeah, very quiet. <laughs> I wish I could talk like that. Well, maybe I could, actually. Do you always talk like that? In a sort of... Usually, oh, yeah. You could be on NPR. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. very sort of, it's more powerful, okay. isn't it? It's more persuasive to have a quiet voice like this. Ask my girlfriend. I Ooh. will. Where is she? Uh, currently at home. Okay. What? She doesn't have a job? Uh, no, it's she does. It's 4 o'clock. I mean. She's, it's, well, what's she doing at she home She might be done with her. With uh, her. Yeah. She's, she's a nurse. She's off. Uh, no, she actually is, uh, she works at a preschool uh, for children with autism and ASD, spectrum disorder. Yeah. 
what's the uh, what spectrum disorder? Just autism spectrum disorder. Is that what it's called? That is officially A-S-D. what it's called. ASD. Right, right. Autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. What is the spectrum? Uh, it ranges from anything to... From anything? Se- right. Severe autism to um, what we used to call like Asperger's syndrome and you know anything in between, basically. Yeah. What did we used to call it before we called it Asperger's? What do we call it now? ASD? Yeah, right. Now it's called Now it's not called... We don't have Asperger's anymore. Right. Oh, that's out. Right. Ah, Hmm. Did you know that, Andrew? I didn't know that. No, I never knew it. Kay, did you know that? No, I actually have a nephew, and I thought he had Asperger's. Well, he doesn't. I didn't know it was ASD. That's out. He didn't. He doesn't have it. Hmm. How old is he? He's... I believe he's 10 now. And what sort of uh, symptoms does he exhibit? You know, I... He lives in Colorado, so I don't see him that often. I just know that that's what he's been diagnosed with. But But he's really adorable and super fun and... What, Very energetic. What are the symptoms? What, what are the telltale symptoms of Asperger's, Brett? Uh, okay, I'm just uh, high-functioning. High, um, high functioning? Right. It's, it's all very technical lingo, obviously, but, I mean, well, we, we, what, all, we all know. But how do you get diagnosed with Asperger's? I mean, what do you have to exhibit? What kind of behavior? Quietly sp- spoken. <laughs> Um, that be one. We should call your girlfriend or something. Yeah, I, should we? I'm not an expert on the oh, matter. We could Google it, I but, suppose. Yeah, you're not. What we, are you, we'll how long you been dating your girlfriend? Um, ten months. Ten months. Okay. And you're living together? No. Okay, so she's at, she's at home at her place. Right. <laughs> I have to quit drinking myself by that. Yeah. Okay. How'd you meet her? High functioning somewhere? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or just high? Uh, no, actually, just a friend of one of my friends, my roommate is dating her roommate so hey that's almost oh. family easy right. too easy yeah, yeah <laughs> too easy and who's your roommate then uh kyle chase he's a student at loyola along with uh michael reese uh michael reese is your partner in static films right right, right. so how do you and michael reese know each other because you seem to be in this business together as it says in your bio that you're partners and friends yes um so we went to high school together st paul's on the north shore covington um okay yeah so i've been here pretty much my whole life Southeast Louisiana. Right. And, uh, he went to Loyola. He's two or three grades. He's two grades below me. Um, I went to UL and then uh, came back and, you know, we started uh, making making shorts, making videos, and got started over at the Louisiana Attorney Disciplinary Board. It all sounds so easy, doesn't it, Andrew? You just start making shorts. What do you, how do you do that? You started making films. It's too, not easy. <laughs> no, it doesn't look sound easy to me. How, how did you get started? Uh, gee, I just sort of fell into it, really. I mean, no, a lot. That's why everyone back. says stuff like this. But how do you get a camera, even? Well, I have friends that have cameras. How did you get See, a someone camera? Someone has to be in front break? of the camera, and someone has to operate the camera. So yeah, it you, takes. It's, it's, it's not like painting where you can just go buy it's a paintbrush. Teamwork. teamwork. So who did you know to start? Um, I I'm met not. just different filmmakers in town just from working on film sets. Most everyone that even, so they might work in the electrical department, but they really want to be a, a director and then they probably have a camera or maybe they're a stand in and they really want to be, you know, a scripty or something. So right. you just start meeting people and then through that there's always people collaborating on projects and then there's a lot of film programs in the schools. I think all of them have, have one like Loyola, Tulane and mm-hmm. UNO. But you didn't do that. You just I, I've been part play. of them. Yeah, you I've have been, been. I've been. In you went. You were in school projects. to make film. I was not in school to make film, but I've been in projects for. Oh, students you've been in that student were film. In yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Brett? You were in film school. No. Um, See, nobody goes to film school. Uh, My sister went to film school. She did. Yeah. She's the one with the autistic kid. No. 
That's my brother. Oh, your brother has the autistic kid. Well, how many kids has your sister got? She has none. We, my sister and I have no children. She just got married in October. She did? Yes. Okay. Well, she's not... She's huh? wasting valuable time. She could be having kids any minute. Well, no, what, she, you know, she, Does she live home. here too? No, she and her husband just moved to L.A. like a year ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're the only one. Well, that's where they make films in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. Is she in the film business? Well, she's a screenwriter and her husband works for an agency. Hey, come on. Yeah. Very nice. So this is great. But she went to film school. She went to NYFA and then um, Columbia for screenwriting. You don't necessarily have to go to film school to become a filmmaker. Right. In fact, really, probably the best education you can get is directly on set. So right. if you are able to get on set in some sort of capacity, whatever job it is, that's where you're going to learn the most. But aren't these so, famous filmmakers, didn't they all go to film school? No. 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 They some didn't. did, some no. did. No. Okay. Yeah. Some did, yeah. That, they're true. I mean, there's yeah. some uh, colleges that have film programs. So, yeah. you know, that would be worthwhile. But it actually, in my opinion, to just go to film school, you're going to be spending a lot of money. And that does not guarantee you a job. That's very true. So, so, so you, know, you really a, have to just go out and do it. Here's yeah. an idea. So, like, you know, in music, Olga, you, you know this, uh, you know, uh, people have gone to Berkeley School of Music or something, you know, those folks, and they're usually in jazz. So you'd find a lot of Berkeley kids in jazz, few Berkeley kids in pop, not as many in rock, not as many in folky, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So what's the spread when it comes to the genre of filmmaking that you would find the film school kids in as opposed to not so many film kids in another genre any any correlation there i mean all i could really say is most of them are probably not employed (laughs) (laughs) there are quite a few that are unemployed well maybe they're in porn these ones Hmm. that's where all the porno filmmakers come from i mean is that is that an okay hang like it's all on the internet i mean like i can't believe there's any money somebody's got to film it yeah i'm also gonna jump out on a limb and say that those directors and those filmmakers didn't go to film school either (laughs) but have you ever watched any porno films some of them are pretty good yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I have, <laughs> oh, and okay. uh, some of them are very bad. Which ones that are good that you're talking about? Which uh, I don't know what they're called. They're only about 12 minutes long. Right, but I've, I've never seen so any good acting or anything. <laughs> right. I have seen some Shorts great acting. Really? Yeah, the cable guy, and you know, the woman is totally shocked when he shows up at the door. I don't. I don't know. I don't buy that. I'm, no, I'm no. It's not good I've never. Like I've never had a, an, uh, an, uh, an inkling to act or, or anything like that. So I'm, I can't speak for the discipline but I can say that when I watch great actors in scare quotes I can see what that is and then no no element of that have I ever seen in anyone in a porn ever what not even you, a Kay? Showtime softcore <laughs> Kate what about you what, what's um, your experience uh, with porn um, I mean I've, I've seen quite a few but um, I don't know about their acting skills I mean I, I haven't really I don't think the acting yeah, part is the, the skill required. Part. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. But wouldn't it be great to see a really well acted porn? I've never. Well, well, there is that one movie called like Pirates or something, and it was an it was like one of the most expensive porns ever made. Or really? Something okay. Like that. Okay. Um, Decent I acting. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Come on. Nobody wants to watch. Well, no, the acting for the great. acting. It's very like funny, I but mean, I'm saying I don't know like who they are. I don't know mm-hmm. the yeah. whole thing yeah. behind it. So mm-hmm. I think like Jesse Jane, 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 mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Blonde. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I know. She's very popular. Okay. I think the more emphasis you put on, on the acting, it takes away from then the point, the sex. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can have both. You know, get me into the story. I feel like Boogie Nights is probably the best. That's you know what you're was, right. Yeah. Softcore real real films yeah. is better than a hardcore right. good film. Yeah. All right, Olga. What are you doing now? I am uh, narrating books for Audible. 
Are you really? Mm-hmm. What a great gig. You know, I was yeah. going to say your voice sounds so familiar. I am an audible listener. Oh, good. Well, I, I, my, my book hasn't come out yet, but it's, well, we're I, almost done with you it. You have so. the voice for it. I can, I can Yeah, I I'm reading it. Romance. Ooh. Romance novels. Wow. So there are some sex scenes in the book. How oh, great. Yeah. What's, are you, so you, you're reading the, a book all the way through. Mm-hmm. And do you have a director in the room with you or something? I have an engineer. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you make the decisions about how you're going to perform it. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's cool. So what book yeah. are you doing? It's called True North by Kelly Collins. And we're almost done, so hopefully... She's a romance novelist. She's Callie written quite North. a few books. I know a lot yeah, about romance quite a few. novels. You know, we had so. this girl on the show here who's a romance novelist. What was her name? Hmm. Uh, Does she need her book narrated? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> before she came on the show, I bought one of her books on Amazon for 99 cents so mm-hmm. I could look at five pages of it before I came here. Mm-hmm. Now, every single fucking day, I get Amazon sending me emails saying, now, would you like to buy? An, they're all called like British bad boys. Or Unsubscribe, or, or man. Pro- you can do it. Yeah, you could do that. How can you Feel do the Band-Aid what? off right at the bottom of that email. Unsubscribe to Amazon. It's very Subscribe. small print. Yeah, but, like I've got, no, but then I would have to unsubscribe to everything no, from Amazon.com. you wouldn't. Nah. I could still get we, the microphone click deal. Click on that. Follow the prompts, Grant. You'll okay. get it. You know, follow the so prompts. So I, I can get out of that completely. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So how did you get this gig? Well, uh, uh, it's part of acting really so I'm on the board of directors now for the Screen Actors Guild here in New Orleans, in the Louisiana region right. and we have um, through with LA through the SAG-AFTRA foundation program they put on um, workshops and so one of the workshops we had that was over this past winter was uh, one on audible getting into voiceover narration and audible and I've always was curious about it um, so I just went in and I met the guy who's professional voiceover actor. He's from New York, and um, I just got really inspired. So I signed up, you know, for Audible, and I didn't even—I still don't have a demo reel. I just basically picked out a book. I was like, "Wow, I can sort of relate this." I'm going to make a demo really quick on my phone, and I sent it to the author, and she wrote me back like within the day, and was like, "You're hired. I, I love your voice. I think it's great. I love you know your inflections, and it's not because a lot easy. of a lot of a lot of narration, in my opinion, from what I heard, is really dry." Is it? Mm. Yeah. What do you it's think? It's kind of monotone, and, and you're supposed to have, like, you don't want to remove the listener out of the book. So you don't want to have, like, these broad ranges of characters and, you know, like the pirate voice or the doctor right. or whatever. You don't want to get over, overboard. Right. But you do need to have, in my opinion, some dynamic. So the dynamics are loudness, softness, um, slightly changing your pitch a little bit higher and being a little bit lower for the Met. You know, it's maybe a little bit close. Usually you're in about the same distance to the mic anyway because you need that just for recording purposes. But um, just differences like that. And almost as if you are really describing the situation. So if you're reading it, you know, it's not just blah, 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 blah. You know, you have to be sort of So involved. how many times do you read a page before you record it? I just read it through. You don't even read it ahead of time at all? I, no I do reversal. read it ahead of time. I do read the book ahead of time. So I you've don't read the book all the way through, so you know what's yeah. going to happen. Are you doing that out happen. loud? Like, no. Are you, okay. No. So you're not getting to a page and going, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Uh, well, sometimes, you know, you st- when you're reading out loud, like, you'll fumble over certain words and, and <laughs> that sort of thing, and so you redo it. I mean, that's why you have an engineer. You're like, oh, I swallowed or my yeah. stomach growled. Because the mics pick everything up, you know. Yeah. So it'll so even, I'll have a water bottle, and when the water bottle, like, deflates or something, it'll make a noise. And go, ah, oh, we got to redo that line. So, so, Can you make a living out of this? Is this a good, yeah. it's a good gig? Yeah, it's a good wow. gig. Brett, yeah. you should be it, doing it, this. Hey, um, I mean, maybe, yeah, if, if you think I have a good enough voice. 
What do you think? Hey, you're the oh, expert. I think both of y'all should do some sort of tandem book reading. You've got a pretty cool voice, too. I feel like I have a really obnoxious, annoying voice, but thank you. Do you? <laughs> well, what do you think professionally? Does she have an obnoxious, <gasps> annoying voice? No, I mean, I think, it, I think it's all about... The, the delivery and the inflection. I mean, I would recommend you have before the book you get on into you? it. Yeah, it's in my, my purse. Before Great. you get Let's into get it, it, I would recommend doing a workshop or something, you know, going with like someone that's professional and he'll break it down to you on like how you're supposed well, to approach it. Well, let's do it. it. Get the book out and we'll do it. I mean, I don't, we'll give I don't, Kay, I don't, we'll give I Kay have Kay way too much stuff to do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You've got time to sit around here and bullshit with us for it now. Oh, look, it's on there on your iPad. Yeah, you book. have to because turning pages make noise. Ah, ah, there's all these tricks that we're learning now. Okay, all right. Tricks of the trade. So, Thomas, this could be a good good gig for you as well. Engineering audible books. Okay. Here, well, this is I just read. This is one of the last pages of. You want to read it? Let's all read the page and we'll see. Except for I don't. I can't. This is too much. Come on, this. You got this. Come on, Kay. Please marry me. He asks with love in his voice and passion in his eyes. What do I have to do? To get what I want. See, this is what happens. I, I have to like. Zoom yeah, but in. you have to be on the mic as well. Because okay, it's too tiny. I, Make I it bigger. I can hold the iPad and do this. Okay, okay, Brett can hold the iPad. I rub my flat stomach to consider his question. All you have to do. Wait, see, I lost my place. In an iPad, see, I can't like touch it. I, oh, Maybe. no, I can. Uh, do see, you wear I glasses normally? I feel like no, audible bloopers would be a pretty good idea. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. You'd just hear me curse the whole time if I was a reader. Okay, now, first of all, you have to talk yeah, right into the microphone. Okay. And you have to I'm, hold that up. You see, this is. Hold it up in front of you so it's eye level. There, there that's go. it. There okay. we are. And now start again. When okay. I left LA and headed north, I wasn't expecting to find love. I was content to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to live my life alone. Call it fate. Or Providence, but whatever. See, I'm losing my spot. You call it. It. See, this is why I use Audibles because I don't you like to don't read. You don't like to read. I you like to listen. Hooked on phonics didn't work that well for me, <laughs> so I enjoy okay. listening, and then I can still keep up with what people are. Okay, now let's hear how the professional about. does it. Yeah, like let's hear okay. Mr. NPR do it. And okay, come on, you do it, Olga. Let's hear how it really okay, should on. sound. I think Brett would be good at it too. That's what I said. Please Mr. marry me. He asked with love in his voice and passion in his eyes. That's amazing. What do I have to do to get what I want? I rub my flat stomach and consider his question. All you had to do was ask, Zane. Oh, and you can give Aaron a sister, I say, and I wink at him. I look up with hope in my eyes and love in my heart. Deal. We'll name her Bree. Can't we wait to see her before we name her? Okay, it's you know I am pretty about names. shitty writing, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is pretty horrible stuff. But you make it romance. sound pretty sexy, though. It's romance. Doesn't well, there's, she? there's Brett, a couple seriously. sex scenes. We had a sex scene earlier. Like, Your of the girlfriend's not listening today. to this, is she? Uh, no, I don't think Okay, so what do you think? Are you single, Olga? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to totally work for you then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you know, can I don't, meet all kinds of guys. I, don't want, I mean, there's all different genres, you, you know what I mean? But, but romance novels are, are really big. People buy them. But that writing is, <laughs> are you laughing at this? It's a horrible piece of writing, isn't it? I mean, just those sentences. I'm not here to judge. I mean, really? this book apparently is a bestseller. So I'm just saying, <laughs> which is okay. good for me, because that means those people want it on Audible. Uh, yeah. This is I'm writing know, down summertime. This people read this on north. the beach. Okay, they're not reading War and Peace. Now, if I, was, if I was narrating War and Peace, I would probably use some different inflections. Yeah, okay. I would be reading it a little bit differently. But nobody would want to listen to it, probably. Well, this is going to get thousands and thousands of people listening to it. This will probably get, yeah. A so lot what of kind of people are listening to Audible? What makes you listen to it, Kay? Um, because I really don't ever 
I, if I'm going to read something, it's usually magazines or, you know, some sort of periodical. Um, but I'm usually doing stuff and walking around. And so I'll, you're listening to it while you're walking? Or yeah. Well, like while I'm cleaning gym. up or at, yeah, at the gym or if I'm uh, in, the on car? A, in a car. Yeah, like if I'm doing like a road trip or something. Um, sometimes I have it in the background while I'm doing work in the back of my store, stuff like that. So what are you selling at your store? I sell women's clothing and accessories. Okay. On Magazine Street. On I Magazine ha- Street. I happen to know that. And I have a description of it right here. On actually. a magazine in Jefferson. Mm-hmm. It says it's a, a curated shopping experience of edgy and fierce fashions. Yeah, and fierce fashions. Fierce. Yeah. Yeah. What is it called? K's. K's. What part of magazine? Magazine in Jefferson. It's 5419 Magazine. It's right near your house. Up. Yeah, right yeah. where it's all torn <laughs> So you never up. drive over there because there's no road. Yeah, like, no, Like the last two years. You can't get there, and <laughs> you can't park when you do get there. Right. Oh, it was, it was an issue. Nightmare. It's been yeah. terrible. Yeah, now finally Magazine, both lanes are open now, which is That's great. Good. And they should be almost done with Jefferson. God, I hope so. But, you know. Well, they've been saying that for two years or something. They have. Yeah, I've been, been arguing like and going to like three meetings years. and all that stuff. Yeah. I heard it was 2018 when they'll be done with Jefferson. Well, yeah, but it's like all of it. Right now, the part of Jefferson that's closer to my store near magazine is, is like oh, is, okay. is getting better. How long could it take to dig a fucking ditch, really? A hundred years in this town. Well, why is that? What Did they explain it to you? You've been down to City Hall to find out why your business um, is... No, I feel like it's incompetence, but, you know... Well, what, that would what be well, once pretty they dig, accurate. Once they open the hole, they're not under any sort of timeline obligation to finish it because they get the money as soon as they dig a hole. They get the federal money. So they could just go out there and dig a hole right here and then close it off and not even start on it for a year or something. And they they start getting paid. The city, the people that are under contract. The city city contracts Bow Brothers or whoever is doing it. The Cajun contractors are doing the one by the So there's no incentive for them to finish it at a certain time? Of course not. They're on the teat. They're on the but teat. there's no like contract that says you get a third at the beginning, a third in the middle, and a third at the end. I don't know what's specifically in the contract, but no, what, this is did. what I'm told, like how it breaks down and why this stuff's been going on for so freaking long, because it, it shouldn't take this long. So it's not incompetence, it's corruption. It's corruption. Yeah, mm. sure. It's corruption. You could solve this problem if you run for mayor. This is a popular mm. theme in New Orleans, mm-hmm. corruption. Corruption yeah, is popular. Yeah, imagine that. I feel like we've been talking about this. But I thought it was meant to be all behind us now these days of graft and corruption but apparently not no hardly so who's actually getting the money i i don't know the people that are making the deals with the contracts i mean they're mm-hmm. they're making the deals they're stringing no, it along they're getting all this it's federal money so it's part so of that 15 billion that we got after katrina right is it 15 billion wow. yeah, i think it was like 15 billion and then uh, they or it was 13 billion i think for new orleans but okay. um they didn't do all, uh, nothing for like 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And then all of a sudden right. it was like, oops, time's running out. Right. And so they started digging up all the streets. And what's infuriating really is the gross negligence to the safety of the public. Because if there is an evacuation, we can't evacuate. Every single major thoroughfare street in this city is under construction. Yep. You can't even mm-hmm. get down the street on a normal day, on a Sunday afternoon, no, without bumper-to-bumper traffic. Yeah, what is right. So let me tell you, if they say, oops, there's a hurricane coming, here's the cone of uncertainty and people need to start evacuate, it'll be impossible. That's a good point. How come nobody's mentioned that in the last I feel 12 like months or 20 <laughs> Trust me, months. it infuriates me so much I have to listen to self-help tapes in the book. And Audible, as a matter of fact. <laughs> really? You have to, like, s- get calm because I get so angry about it. Because of the roadworks. Oh, my God, I get so angry. I get so angry about it. It's just, just gross negligence. just because of the Nothing else is making you angry. Not the current political situation or... Well, you know, plenty of that, too. But it's hard when you're... refugee crisis, just Don't the even work. get me started on that. That actually gets me pretty upset, so... That, too. Okay, <laughs> so, so far, it's the international refugee crisis and the roadworks. Shots. Yeah. Do some shots. 
what book are you listening to to try and calm yourself down? Uh, Think and Grow Rich <laughs> by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich. Is that calming? And is it, well, is it working? Napoleon Hill. I've, that's a very popular book right um, now. Yeah, it's a very, very well-known book. It's very good. Um, it's is there a movie? About no, no, it's just a book. It's a very common business book that everyone listens to. Well, what's the secret? It's sort of, a, uh, it breaks it down by chapters. Just um, a lot of it's like mental attitude and that kind of stuff. So, you well, know, I from when I'm in the car, I have to really work on it. <laughs> really? So, yeah. But is it actually working? Are yeah. you getting richer? I'm definitely having a lot more opportunity and stuff coming to me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And it keeps you calm when the roadworks are really bugging you. It's just, it distracts me enough. Yeah. How weird. And what happens yeah. when you finish that? I mean, it can't last I forever. I listen to it again. <laughs> no, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? You or really I listen do? to There's a bunch of different ones. I mean, there's Earl Nightingale, uh, how, you know, How to Make Friends. Um, and how then to Make Friends. Is that yeah, working? Earl do you have Nightingale, any friends? It's, I've got a lot of friends. Um, okay, so that's working. Why don't you write a book? I actually am writing a book. Oh, God, how, how do I figure that out? <laughs> Are you really serious? I am, yeah. What about? It's about an old blues woman I live with up in North Mississippi named Jessie Mayhem Hill. Right. So I'm writing about uh, so our experiences, our time together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, what's it called? Jessie May and Me? Yeah, uh, well, I haven't titled it yet. I did write a piece of it, a chapter of it, that was published in Mississippi Folklife back in January of this year. And it was called Driving Miss Jessie. That chapter was called Driving Miss Jessie. It was sort of I like a that. play on that. So there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of a lot of breath. chapters, and, and and I'm sort of debating um, how if I really want to mention name names because there are certain experience like celebrities and that kind of thing. Hmm. You um, have to really. I know. I kind of do. I, it, so I'm, I'm I'm writing it down just as it is, and then I'll figure out editing and all that later. But, uh, but the some, first could anybody chapter of it has already been published. Could you say anything about anyone that's liable? People love um, to I could. I probably sue. don't want to say it on the show. <laughs> no, you don't have to say it now. Yeah. But would we know who these people are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the famous people who you've got dirt on. Mm-hmm. Is it Justin Bieber? <laughs> Is it no, the Biebs? No, do you know about no, the Biebs? No. No, mm. this all came before the Biebs time. Mm. Mm. Well, so famous people in Mississippi. Mm. Mm. And around in music. In the music, in the music business. business. Who everybody would know. I don't mm-hmm. know. There was anybody famous in Mississippi who everybody would know. Is it's not just in Mississippi. It's not. Morgan no. Freeman doesn't he live in Mississippi? Yeah, he does. Is he in He's it? He's really nice. Um, he didn't yeah, do anything. He doesn't really terrible. have a place. In, I mean, I used to work for him at one point, but you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Clarksdale. What did you do for? I lived in Clarksdale. He had a, a fine dining restaurant in Clarksdale. I think that's now gone, but because uh, there's no business, obviously, in Clarksdale uh, for that kind of stuff. But I worked in the restaurant. It was called Medidi. It was called what? Madidi. How would you spell that? M-A-D-I-D-I. Madidi. Why would somebody open a fine dining restaurant in Clarksdale? He was trying to revitalize the town. He's got another place that still exists called Ground Zero Blues Club. So that still exists. That's in Clarksdale. It's in Clarksdale. That sounds like he it lives might in have Charleston, Mississippi, which is outside of Clarksdale. Morgan Freeman lives in Charleston, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is there much film business going on in Charleston, Mississippi, or is he? A, not a ton, but I mean, I think if you get to a certain level, you're sort of like, you want to live in Hollywood and just... Well, we're going to talk know. about, let's talk about Hollywood in a minute, because yeah. the whole of the film business seems to have collapsed here from what I've heard. Is that true? But first of all, I have to tell you something about the people who made this show possible. Andrew, hook me up. And then you I'm going to make it. you play a song. Okay. This is, Andrew's been in Alaska. Hey, tell us about Alaska for a minute while you're doing that. Well, I just went for about a week. Uh, my pops is going up there for a meeting. 
and he noticed that he had a week free. So I told him I'd come meet him in Alaska, which was kind of on our bucket list, you know, the old father-son trip. So we did that. I saw a photo of you on Facebook with a giant fish. We did go fishing. You look really happy. I did a haul in a big one. What kind of fish? It was a king salmon. Ah, good. Pretty cool. It's the famous king Alaskan salmon. Yeah. It did look pretty great. So what was the uh, what was the overall vibe up there then? Is uh, you know, we, I spent most of the time in Homer and um, Homer. I would say Ho- not Homer, Louisiana. No, Homer. No, Homer. Homer. Uh, Homer, Homer, Alaska, H O M E R. Yes. Yeah. Like Have you Homer been Simpson. there as well, Olga? No, but I remember seeing it on the map. Olga. You know, there's the map. The map. And then there's little dots of like not, the state, no, like Anchorage, Homer. Oh, okay. You know, different. Homer. Hmm. Homer. Where is that? Homer. Na- is that Homer. Na- Homer. 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 Is that near Alaska? I mean, uh, Anchorage? <laughs> yeah, it's not too far. It's a four hour drive. But, uh, okay. yeah, it's just on a little spit that's pretty impressive. Just got a harbor and. That's what it is. It's a natural harbor, and that's why there's a big city there. It's just a fishing village. So mm. the coolest thing was actually a bar that stayed up open late right across from the hotel. So um, just going to hang out late there and meet guys who were in their early 20s who were exactly the guys that you saw on, like, the Deadliest Catch show who were about to go out on the boat and willing to risk life and limb for some dangerous uh, fishing expedition trying to make themselves a buck you know right out of college or maybe never went to college whatever it is you know but you know interesting guys so that was did that you was, take your guitar with you and this I is did. the best time of year right they got long nights or it, yeah right? for sure the sun yeah. doesn't really set stumble it's, out drunk at 2 a.m it's still, and it's still light, light outside yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah the and white I, nights. I guess we caught it right before tourists are coming in which mm-hmm. is right about now mm-hmm. uh so there were restaurants that weren't open but yeah it's plenty plenty enough to do suits me just fine to catch it before tourist season yeah absolutely what a great trip yeah and now you're off next to the uk UK, yeah the actual work this time yeah yeah work this time where are you playing if anyone happens to be listening to this in the uk uh it's it's uh you know flying to london and shows up to scotland and back the weirdest ones are actually in scotland uh i mean the, the biggest cities in scotland are edinburgh and aberdeen but i'm not playing either of those i'm playing the Isle of Mull and Aviamore and Ullapool, which I understand I will not, un- not... These people speak English, obviously, but I will not be able to understand what they say okay. is the word. So it's pretty heavy. That'll be fun. So who booked this for you? Someone with a sense of humor or someone who knows <laughs> something about <laughs> so, uh, the sorry, music business right. over there? Yeah, it is actually someone who knows about the music. So there's a few uh, promoters and agents that I'll just hit up when I head over there and say, hey, I'm coming over. What do you think? Any Any ideas? And... And they'll usually each be good for a few shows. And these know. are festivals? Uh, a couple or of our fe- festivals. Most of them are just venue shows, yeah. Right. Are you going back to the Maverick Festival in England? Yep. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. Old Paul awesome. Spencer. Yeah, Paul Spencer, our old buddy with the Maverick mm-hmm. Festival. Okay. So you can find Andrew Duhon at andrewduhon.com and find out more details about exactly where you're going to be if you happen to be in the UK mm-hmm. in July. Meanwhile, thank you very much to these people who have made our show possible today. There's another half of it to come after this, by the way, so don't go anywhere. Uh, Uber. Remember those guys? If you find yourself a few drinks in and you need a ride home, Uber is the smartphone app that connects you with a ride home at the tap of a button. It's safe, it's easy, and it's reliable. You can request a ride at any time and a car comes directly to you. Your driver knows exactly where to go and payment is completely cashless. Wherever you're headed, count on Uber for a ride. You don't need a reservation, but what you do need is the Uber app. If you download the app, from either the App Store or from Google, the Google Play Store on your Android, and you enter this in the promotion section, you'll get a free first ride of up to 20 bucks, courtesy of our friends at Uber. And the words you need to remember are happy hour NOLA. 
Write Happy Hour Nolan in the promotion section of the Uber app and get a $20 ride for nothing courtesy of us here at Happy Hour. Thank you too to Basic Swim and Gym where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style, bikinis, one-pieces, cover-ups. Everything you need for beach and poolside is at Basic Swim and Gym. It's right across the street from the lingerie store Basics underneath on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, which is right across from K's, I believe, as yes. well, right? Well, Swim and Gym is directly across from me, oh. and their lingerie store is a block down. So when um, you go to Swim and Gym, you can yes. cross the street and go to K's and check out the exactly. fierce fashions and accessories. Yes. Hey, cool. Yeah. That's a cool thing to do. You can also go down the street on Magazine Street two blocks and check out May's Guitar and Sisters in Christ Records Shop where you'll find thousands of records and books and a huge array of vintage guitars, vacuum tube amplifiers and effects pedals from the 50s, 60s and 70s, whether you've never picked up a guitar in your life or you've been playing forever, you'll find a gem at May's Guitar. Have you been in there, Olga? May's Guitar? Yep. No. You need to check it out. It's on Magazine Street, three blocks on the downtown side of Jefferson Avenue on the river side of the street. It's right by your house. Okay, it's under construction, so I have not been down It's that not that bad down there. It's okay, right across it from... Oh, yeah, it is actually. Oh, that is totally fucked up, right? You're right there. Yeah. That street is closed. It's like a dirt road. Yeah. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, but right at the end of that street yeah. is right where May's Guitar Shop. <laughs> it's a really cool store. Have you been in there, Kate? No, I haven't. That's right down the street from your store. I should check it out. It's really... Do you play the guitar? No, I don't. Would you like to learn? Because whether you've played the guitar your whole life or if you never picked it up, you can find a gem at May's Guitar Store. You know, if I could find some time to do that, then possibly. Ah, you got plenty of time, right? Well, you, instead of listening to those Audible books, yeah, well, you could learn to play guitar. I could Look, do Andrew's that. picked it up in a week. I just picked up a guitar for dummies yesterday. While he was on That's vacation. impressive. Yeah, yeah, I know. Up to now, he's just played the one string. <laughs> Hey, thanks to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. How about that, Brett? Wait, wait, what is that? It I'm prevents sorry. a hangover. What is it called? It's called Hangover Destroyer. Ooh. Where do you get that? You go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's called hdestroyer.com. And you write the words happy hour in the coupon code, and you'll get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer. So you too can seize the dawn. Oh, that sounds impressive. It is impressive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So thanks to all those people for helping make our show come true today, just like a dream. Andrew, while you're playing, what about it? Want to hear something new, buddy? Yep. What are you thinking? This is off the yet-to-be-recorded album. If I sing a songwriter, Andrew Duhon. Well, who knows? Just something new. We're going to vote on it after this and see if it should be included. You could do it like the Gong Show, or like what is that stupid show? America's Got Talent. Hmm. We have an X. Yeah, I was watching Didn't that. Didn't that get canceled? <laughs> oh, probably. I don't think so because I think it was on yesterday. Where was I? Was I at a bar or something? It was on a TV and it was uh, there was no sound, so I didn't really get to see what was going on. But something happened wherein, and I've only you know seen it in passing a few times. But you're supposed to get so many X's, which is a good thing. No, I think X is bad. Oh, okay. So like, okay, approvals <laughs> are well, whatever the approval mark is, you get so many of those, and you go on to the next round. Right. Well, I think what happened was just the first person pressed like an extra special button. Oh. They didn't even go down the line. Just the first person pressed a Howie uh, Mandel pressed a button, and then confetti fell. And the screens turn gold. Wow. And I wondered, like, what is, do people know about this? <laughs> like, some special, like... Aaron's calling by Aaron the standard calling. button. 
Should we talk to Aaron? Should we talk to Aaron? Sure. I don't know how, how do I do this. I just Put answer it. And just hold it up to the... I don't think she can hear us, but we can hear her. Aaron. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you done with your radio thing? No, sure you're 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 on the ra- on the air with us right now. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron. You're you're on. I don't hey, think. What's up, everybody? Hey. Hi. What's up, Aaron? Hey. What are you doing? Yeah. What you doing? What is she doing? How'd your I presentation go? My presentation. You I'm killed so it. Nice. She had a really intense presentation for her job today, mm-hmm. and um, nice. she yeah. killed it. Crushed it. All right. Yeah. Good That's job, Right Aaron. on. What does she do? It was only at the expense of my face being completely broken out and like. Oh, no. Yeah, that's it's probably for stress. lack of water. She doesn't drink enough water, mm-hmm. and that's not mm-hmm. good for your skin. Mm-hmm. No. So where are you? Are you gonna come by? Um, I, well, I was gonna say yeah. I'll come to you wherever it is. There. I look like garbage. It's so okay. do we. So Everyone, do we, Aaron, Everyone. we look so great that no one. We look fantastic, but it's okay. By. You should come by. That's why it's radio. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm we here. all look fantastic on radio. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're a waiter. Yes, waiter. Yeah. Wait till you see us. All right. On my way. Awesome. Okay. Oh, that's great. Bye. Okay. We'll see her in a minute. Awesome. Okay. Well, she's gonna miss the song, but okay. Yeah, it's all right. What she, What does she do actually? She um, works for some uh, marketing company. At, I think it's called Arc, based out of Atlanta, and she works remotely from New Orleans and then goes back occasionally, back and forth. So what was the presentation about? I wonder. I guess we can find I out. No, yeah, I guess we'll find out. I have no idea. Cool. Yeah. Oh, this will be nice. Okay, Brett. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, Andrew. What are you thinking? Uh, I think I'm going to play this this here new song. A little new tune for you. All right. Coming around 
Like that, Kay. What did you think? I thought it was great. Brett, that Thanks, was very Kay. nice. Yeah, absolutely. That was pretty. I'll go as a professional. That was very pretty. You Thanks. Think? Yeah. Okay. Should it go on the record? Sure. Yeah, yes. You haven't, I mean, you haven't heard the rest of the record. Why? Well, we're just fighting one at a time. Mm. So that with diff- <laughs> different, different, different. <laughs> we have with different people. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But well, we must have heard a few by now. Yeah. We've probably heard like ten, I suppose. All is that all? You, how many do you need for record now? Ten. Ten's pretty good. Ten. I'd, I'd shoot for twelve. Okay. Mm. I like that. Yeah. It's got a sort of, you just listen to that all day. Yeah, right? trancy, linear. Yeah, yeah, trancy. What's going on with the tuning there? It was sort of tricky sound. All right, just a, it's an open D flat sort of, just a, yeah, you just tune, tune all the strings so that when you strum them all, there's one chord ringing rather than, uh, right. you know, having to finger that chord. So. so you can actually put your phone on silent while you're playing. Exactly right. That was yeah. pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. Miles Weeks calling you. That sure the, was. Yeah. From your band. Yeah. Where are you guys? Is he going <laughs> with you on tour? Uh, not to the UK. It's no. just you. Just yeah, the man stay small, keep it all, Grant. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hear that. Olga, how are you going? Are you playing any music these days? I've just been, I mean, a little bit, but not, uh, not a whole lot. Actually, I take that back. I'm playing violin right. for weddings now, and I also officiate weddings. Officiate? Yeah, really? I officiate them too. So um, Come on, really? Yeah. So you can yeah. officiate and do the music? I just did that for some that's skydiver friends of mine like about a week ago. Brilliant, for some skydiver friends yep. of mine. Okay, that's yep. a good sentence right It was right a bit there. challenging because normally I'm just playing the violin and for, you know, who, who, you, sometimes we did, like over Memorial Weekend, I did like 15 weddings. It was kind of crazy. So um, In three days? Yeah. You did five weddings a day? Wow. Yeah. I hope yeah. you're making that up. That's an exaggeration. No, I'm not. For real? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's um, impressive. It was a very busy like weekend. Most weddings are always like at 6 o'clock, though. So. Well, so there's different kinds. I mean, a lot of the ones that I'm, I'm doing are like an hour, about an hour long. I mean, they're, they tend to be a little bit smaller. Gotcha. Um, although I have done, you know, bigger ones where there's like 200-something people. But those will tend to you, take a little bit longer, like maybe an hour and a half to two hours. How do you get so many? How do you get so many? I do it at the French Quarter Wedding Chapel. I'm their violinist down there. <laughs> and they call me, and then if there are only one-hour weddings, then they just book them, you know, pretty much back-to-back. So we'll just go in there, and they'll be like, okay, well, the first one's at, you know, 10 in the morning or whatever. So if you want to get married to the French Quarter Wedding Chapel, you get married by you whether you like it or not. Well, you get married you're by, the, you're the by one of the reverends down there. I mean, I can officiate as well, uh, but I tend to what? do that. I've done it for a few skydivers now, and the reason why I got officiated was to do skydiver weddings. So um, I That's haven't... That's a real niche yeah, market, right? Are you doing it in the air? I figured out a way to do it in the air. I'm doing it on the ground because okay. most of the time okay. they've got like family and they want to exchange rings or whatever. But I figured out a way to, with another friend of mine that's officiated, we figured out how to do it in free fall. But I would have to do it with two licensed skydivers. Like if you were going to be a tandem, we'd have to do the wedding either in the plane on the way, like on the ground, mm-hmm. and then you get in the plane and jump, 
or in the plane on the way up to altitude and then you could exchange rings and all of that and then it's like okay you know jump with your bride kind of deal and are you certified? I can't jump with yeah I am but I can't jump with tan- tandems because they fall a lot faster than I do so they're going to fall at about 150 miles an hour my top unless I'm diving the whole time and when I'm diving I'm only at 148 miles an hour so that and that's yeah it gets more complicated but if I'm with two other skydivers that are licensed then it's very simple for us and we just we exit linked and we have a photographer probably and they might even have some guests i mean we could we could have like a 16 way we have like 16 people jump out and we you know you whatever and you it's hand signals done this though right no but we discussed how to do it okay so that's cool. yeah if anyone's listening and they want to i mean i skydive a lot so it's like you, you know i skydive a lot of people so it's obviously doable and it's it's hand signals so it, it all is legal it's hand signals yeah it's hand signals so you have to get married like a sign language yeah do you yeah you? sign language and eye contact um, if you're not wearing a full face helmet, I mean, they'd be able to kiss as well. Really? You know, I you wear get a full close face. Close enough to somebody yeah. coming out of a plane that you could actually kiss them. Oh yeah, yeah, we'd be linked. It'd be like we, you know, we we exit link and we're all like this, so we're all in free fall and around, and then you just you know the the people that fly with me, I mean, they know how to fly, so they'll fly up and well, how link many, or whatever, how and many I'll, I'll are do the hand gestures and you know, and we all nod and uh-huh. give hand signals and stuff like that. And, and then, then there's a problem with the shoot. Yeah. No, no, no. And then you decide which altitude you break away with that many people, probably about 5,000 feet, and, you know, would break off in stages and then uh, break off and then pull your chute and land. Holy crap, I can't even imagine why you'd be desperate enough. To, I mean, it's bad enough getting married, let alone. Yeah, right. It's getting because married, it's jumping exciting. Out of, is it? Yeah. I guess it would be a novelty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about how falling many, out of a plane that's many, really Well, I'm sure there's something amazing. Exciting. Yeah, experience. but how many. How many seconds or minutes do you get before you have to it's pull. one minute one minute mm-hmm. of free fall mm-hmm. and then how long have you got under canopy like uh, okay. depends like me usually it takes me about seven eight minutes so but you could to land supposedly oh you couldn't marry someone with the parachute out because you couldn't get close enough you'd have to be actually i mean there's a way to do that i would be that would fall under what they call crew which is i'm sure you've seen pictures of people that stack canopies and that kind of stuff and fly together in close formations in canopy and that would require on my end um a bit more practice because i'm not that comfortable with i mean unless they were like really good canopy pilots and i'm like okay y'all just fly around me then i mean i can flip up my oh, visor and i can like, i can tell you what's this up sounds like ready made for the news where yeah. everyone dies i mean it, it, it is possible let's put it that way it's possible yeah. it's possible Okay. You know, but pretty that crazy. would require a little bit more planning. It's a pretty niche market though. People who want to get married who happen to be licensed skydivers. No. You're not going to get I mean, 15 in a weekend of that. You might get one in a lifetime. No, but I mean, uh, no, I wouldn't have one in a lifetime. I just, I've already done two. I mean, I've, I've married skydivers. The anniversary they're doing, we're doing a balloon jump. Like we already planned it. So You're we're jumping out of a balloon, out of a balloon hot with air a balloon. parachute. Yeah. So we're going to go up in the hot air balloon. And we're going to redo the vowels in there. And it takes, I don't know, like 20 minutes or so. It takes a while to get up there. Is this in Louisiana? This will be in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Can we go see this somewhere? You'd be able to see it from the ground. Where can you go and do a hot air balloon here? Um, I know there's a guy out in Gonzales who does it. And there's a hot air balloon festival that happens um, in the fall. Like, okay, there's one in Natchez. It's huge. Okay. In October. And then there's another one, um, I think, out in Gonzales or somewhere out there. That hap- you just have to look it up. There's there's a whole bunch of okay. hot air balloons that happen at different times of year. You that know, where people cool. like, come with their hot air balloons. And so um, with the balloon, you can go up, and it takes a long time to get up there. And so you don't even you can do rings or whatever the heck you want to do. But we're going to do the anniversary, the, the vowel renewal, 
And so once they do that, then it's just like, okay, now, now you literally may jump with your bride because they can, they can exit together. So uh, they just grab hands and, you know, jump off. And then once they go, then I'll give like a five-second count and then I'll go. Well, how high is a balloon off the ground? Like 6,000 feet, 5,000 feet. Can you Depends bre- on when you want to jump. As low okay? as 3,000 feet. Can you breathe by yourself unassisted? No problem. How many thousand feet do you have to get up before you need oxygen? 15,000. You're saying, all right, okay. Higher. I mean, you can be at 15,000 for 30 minutes without passing out. I don't like roller coasters, so I don't. Yeah, it's. it's, You used to be a cop, though, right? I don't like roller coasters. You must have some (laughs) sense of danger. On the ground. What made you want to be a cop then? That's actually what I always wanted to do uh, when I was in high school, at least, um, growing up. Uh, In Covington. Right, yeah. Had you been to New Orleans at that point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been here, and you still want to be a cop. So you're a cop here? No, no, I was a cop in Lafayette. Okay, um, well, that's a bit more sensible, right? Um, while I was in school too, so um, I was doing that, and then you were an actual cop. You right, right, but for the Lafayette Police Department, for or whatever for, for the University Police Department, which okay. is the division of the State Police Department. Right. So you know, did you pull over any friends for a DUI? See, that's the that's kind of the tricky part about when you're 19 and a police officer. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're carrying a gun, like you're an official, like cop, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But all these people that you see doing bad things are like people you see in class the next day. <laughs> so it's like it's kind of challenging. Do you have to stay current? I mean, in order to, if you wanted to, still do you still? No, no, okay. no, I don't. If so if I'm you wanted to, would you would you like? Is there a recurrency kind of thing or, or something that you have to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my my post-certification goes up in 2017, so next year. Um, after that, I would have to go through the academy again. Mm. Oh, so uh, you probably want to go ahead and, and get that just to have it, right? Um, see, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you can renew that unless you're employed, like, via a law enforcement agency. Mm. So it's what if it like was a dental like hygienist pri- that just like I'm gonna keep my license, <laughs> right, right. teeth if I want to, right. if I get a divorce from whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what about like private dentist. security? Yeah, what's up? What about if it's like private security, like um, your bodyguard or your you know private security patrol or, or something? I'm where sure you only got to work like once a day, once a month or something. It, you know, mm. I'm sure they have a range of certifications yeah, that I'm, they have to get. You know, just to have it so that way you always have it because you never know. If it was able to be renewed, I would renew it. Okay. Yeah. But so if you're, film, sure you're thinking, oh, if the filmmaking career doesn't work out, you can fall back on well, law I just, enforcement. I think in filmmaking and as an actor, you have to have as many abilities and skill sets that you can. Good advice. That's, that's just this common is sense. True. That's yeah, just absolutely. common sense. Common so sense. You have George this Clooney, very for unique experience and, and talent, if you want to call it talent, but skill. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Mm-hmm. So why not? Because there's definitely going to be a time and a place and a need for it. I mean, that is guaranteed. So right. you're like and you never know. Now. And it doesn't mean that, that no. you can't <laughs> go on to be this successful, amazing director, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You just happen to also be a cop. And great at duct work. Something else. And yeah, you're great. great AC. <laughs> and, yeah. and happen to be good at that, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Is that what people are doing in the film business, though? That's uh, what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. Yeah. But is that general... No, I, most, I think some most people. I don't know. I like think people are usually just like I, I just want to. Yeah, yeah, they want to be. You know, they're they're an actor, and then they just wait tables, and then they get all frustrated and pissed off. And I'm like, right. well, look. In the meantime, while we're waiting for work to come back from Atlanta, I'm gonna narrate some books. I'm gonna play violin at weddings. I'm gonna 
you know, well, you're super talented. You can have, you can do all this kind do of do some crap. other Jump other things while I Brett, what are you do doing? other things. Are you just making movies? Well, yeah. So I did the short yeah, film, and now I'm things. also at the Louisiana Attorney Disciplinary Board making their documentaries. So that's what I do nine to five. That's how I make money. Do you have an eyes on Craigslist right now? About I something? sure do. I think I replied to that. You did. <laughs> did he get back Lovely. to you? No, what he did not. As a matter of fact, we're still we're still. <laughs> on what are you that. looking for? We're still in that process. Well, we just need actors. Um, Sort of what we do uh, with with the disciplinary board is... You, can you say that again? What the, board? The Louisiana Attorney Disciplinary Board. Louisiana LADB Attorney Disciplinary, disciplinary board. board. Yeah, kind what of a exactly mouthful. What exactly is that? Well, that's the board of lawyers uh, that essentially regulate all the other lawyers. So, right. you know, so if, if anyone has a complaint, like if a, right. you know, a member so of the, the public... To the Bar Association. Right, right. That's right. Yep. No so you, that's this is the organization that adjudicates that, right? So yep. if I say I've been my attorney ripped me off or whatever, yep, you would go I file would a complaint to the Louisiana with, with the Office Discipline. of Disciplinary Counsel, which is different from the board. But yeah, okay. All part so of what are you making movies about? Okay, so they're they're documentaries. They're continuing legal education. It's mandatory. Okay. All lawyers have to get their. You know, their dad's hours doing that right now. Right. Yeah. At, at the bar convention, which all of yes, the lawyers in, are in at right Sandustin. now. Yeah. yeah I'm going. Yeah. Oh, when are you going? Uh, Friday. Oh, okay. So it ends Friday, but I'm yeah, going Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, because my dad's going to be back yeah. Friday. Yeah. Your, your dad's an attorney? Yes, yes. And he's in, see, they have this thing in Destin. That's a right. great idea. Yeah, it's That's like painful. a way you can write off your, your trip. Summer vacation. Your take your little class or tan. Yeah, exactly. It's a great program. But anyway. It is a great program. The CLEs that we make are kind of like uh, CLE, CLE, continuing legal education, legal education. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. right. So there's a full time job. You're making continuing education movies. Yes. For Louisiana lawyers. Yes. Which doesn't have any bearing on the rest of the country because it's a separate legal system here. Right. Yes, it is a separate legal system. However, um, other states have reached out to us to see just exactly how we're doing this. Because well, how exactly are you doing? Well, that's the thing. So CLEs before me and my... my uh, Michael Reese. Right, and all my, my coworkers. Before we came along, um, it was sort of uh, just a PowerPoint system where, you know, you would take a power... Like, you know, just click through the PowerPoint. It would take you an hour. Very boring, right? So instead, now it's... Um, and we're starting it here in Louisiana is that... Uh, we're trying to make it like a Discovery Channel special or like American Greed. Um, American Greed, that's more, that's a better analogy. Yeah, right. I haven't seen it, but right. it sounds more like a good, good thing fun. for lawyers. Ponzi schemes, yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you have interviews with the actual uh, people involved. So what would be an example case? of a subject, say? Okay, so um, a good example is a lawyer uh, steals money from his client or, you know, just... Uh, steals money from his own firm that he works for. And they need a film to tell them not to do that. For to real. reprimand them, they basically. really need. They really they, need. They a, need a ethics and how it's to like not ethics. steal money from your. Own they client. need uh, to be, I think, entertained while they get this credit because I think if you're entertained while you're learning, then you pay attention. You pay attention, and you're more likely to retain the information. Yeah. Um, but are you seriously telling me that you're making a film about how not to steal money from your client? That's yep. a I'd like to be in it. You would be surprised. <laughs> I'd like you. We're gonna well, it's <laughs> like when you work for other companies and they numbers. make you watch those stupid videos. Like when I worked at, I managed a BB store in Austin once. 
and they make you watch all these videos, like training and how to deal with customers and how to deal with theft and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's the visuals. And it's like a movie. I mean, visuals are very helpful. I mean, there's only so right. much listening you can do. I mean, right. what is it? I think you can, the average attention span is like, what, five minutes? Right. And then right. you just Isn't stop Isn't that TED listening. Talks for like only 15 to 17 minutes or something? It, because that's, that, that's your even attention more. Span. I mean, I, I think it's usually like five, six minutes. And then it's like you're not even paying attention anymore. So you have to juxtapose it with like some entertainment right. or all right. keep them engaged. But these legal education things for lawyers and doctors and so on, don't they normally have like human beings that deliver those or they have a PowerPoint presentation? But that's a person that's giving yes. their presentation. So that's the thing. You can you can get this credit live, you know, like she was saying, like you can go to Sandustin and attend the conference there and there are conferences in Louisiana. The board actually offers some free live CLEs. Um, or, or you can watch the film on YouTube at home. Yes. I see. Yes. How interesting. So you can do it yourself on your own time. And is there a yep. test after to make sure you watched it? Or no. Is it just no. Well, I, th- I, I think... Um, Check one only. Should I steal money from my client? Okay. <laughs> I think on the back end of our system, um, with what IT does is they basically just make sure that the lawyer was sitting in the chair the whole time watching it. Okay, gotcha. You know, because if, like, their screen time's out or anything, then, mm-hmm. then they would have to start it over. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> but... Well, okay. you know, Big Brother's always watching. I mean, they got a way now yeah. for Google to, like, uh, follow, know where you are. In fact, I don't know if you all noticed this, but this kind of freaks me out. My phone started doing this, yeah. where I'll get in the car and it'll tell me, 16 minutes to get to downtown traffic, da 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 Because yeah. I drive down to the chapel a lot. So it's already telling me I've where I'm going thing. and what yeah. direction. Mine does that. Because does it's it tracking you. It's frightening. You. It knows everything. I know. So it, I'm just saying. And so apparently Google's doing this and Facebook's doing it. And there's ways to shut off some of it. You know, but but yeah, they're tracking. I know your, it is pretty crazy things that you're doing. But online. this thing, you can tell when someone's not watching. I'm sure there's a way to tell. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, How? absolutely. Like I was saying, like screen timeout. Um, what do you mean? But if I'm watching this on YouTube, we we break it down into. Uh, it, well, it's not on YouTube. Oh, it's you can on, only it's get on it from our a site, particular right, server because you have to buy it through our site, and then uh, I have to buy it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're not just paying you to make these things. You actually own this film. I do not own it. Uh, they own it. Uh, but yes, I am on salary to make them. So, you, so you've got a real job. So your job is yep. to make these films mm-hmm. for... So you go there every day and make movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's how I've gotten quite a bit of experience. Is yeah. Just and what are you working on right now? Other than Is this really one you're working on? How not to steal money off your client? Right. No. So um, I'm going to probably be moving out to L.A. next year. Uh, working on a film um, that I'm developing uh, from a an author here in New Orleans. Right, a book. Uh, was yep. it a book originally? Yeah, uh, right. Can it's you tell book. us what it was? I cannot right now. Yeah, hmm. a book by New Orleans. Intrigued now. What's the subject vaguely? Uh, it is a mystery, but also I would say mystery comedy, sort of like Inherent Vice. Paul Thomas Harrison's Inherent okay. Vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Is there a part for Olga in it? There very well maybe. Okay. And if you're moving out there because you're afraid of this whole tax incentive situation, I do have really good news on that end because that's like been well, yeah. changed. So, what yeah. is it? so there's going to be a lot again. of... So things are going to turn around again? Yeah. What happened? Yep. Well, um, there's been some development on it. Well, first of all, one of the issues that we had was there was a backlog on tax credit that had not been claimed yet right. from previous productions. The most, pr- most uh, tax credit we've gotten... In the biggest year of all the films, and that would be like when we had Terminator and all, you know all the big movies happen at the same time, was two hundred forty million dollars. So what has happened is that a lot of movies have not claimed 
credits yet. Mm -hmm. And so there was a backlog. And by putting the cap of 180 million on, it meant that those movies claiming those credits was using up all the future credits for that fiscal year for any new productions. That was one of the big factors. So now what they did is they said they would honor the previous year's uh, tax tax credits, credits, right? And they're going to add it on to 2017. So now we're at 250 million next year. So that's even more than Mm -hmm. our biggest year that we've got added on to be able to honor all of those credits. Is anybody following this? And you got it, Andy? Additionally, like, okay, you got it? I mean, I, I can't I'm not it. as great with this kind of shit. I can't follow. I'm up to the five are. minutes <laughs> right, of, exactly, right, of okay. lost. So anyway. Right, the, are you the, following this? I'm this very could, familiar with it, yeah. 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 Okay. And so then on top of that, there was a percentage of money that was being withheld from paychecks from people that worked, you know, crew and that, that whatnot. And they've reworked that language, so now that money's going to be freed up as well. And so what also, does all this mean? This means that, that they're going to start making movies here again? Yeah, that means that, that uh, productions will start coming back. And they this is going to be starting wow. July 1st. So they're actually going to have a whole team of people going out to Los Angeles, meeting with producers and filmmaking people and explaining mm-hmm. to them the whole plan, how this got resettled and worked out. There's going to be a guarantee of uh, like five years at, at the current cap, including you know offering being able right. to pay the uh, tax credit that was already owed. Okay. So, so this is so the be, film they, industry, they were, which has been pretty much destroyed over the last 12 months, is going to come well, back. Well, it, it wasn't in the last 12 months. I really say like the last six, six, eight months, like everything uh, just I would say, died. Okay. So whatever, People how many of the months it's been, it's kind of gone away. Yeah, it went, it went to Atlanta, but there probably will be a lot of productions that will move back because Atlanta's only well, this so is big. this is good news. This is really, really good news. Good so news, I, I just right? got this news right. today. Right, it I is. I just got this news today. I mean, people... It's hot off the press. People hot in the industry the have fought for this to happen. And, yes. you know... So are you still moving, Brett, or are you going to might change your mind? I probably will still move, yeah. Um, I just, I like... Southern California a lot. I just got back from LA. That's um, so nice out there. It is. The weather is wonderful. like intoxicating. Um, it's nice here today too. It's only I, like ninety five and yeah, I mean, it's just, humidity. How you about know, I love New Orleans. Not as I love New Orleans too, and I would definitely consider moving back here someday. But um, yeah, to get started on what I need to do, uh, I think you need that's to be in LA. Be. Yeah. Well, good luck. Let's have. In the meantime, I cannot believe that we have to get the hell out of here already. I don't know what happened to the whole hour, mm-hmm. but yeah. but in the meantime, we can watch your movie Woodlands. Yeah, Woodlands. Uh, you can pronounce Woodlands. Yeah, you can just search it on YouTube. Woodlands short film. It has an actor from Twelve Years a Slave, uh, Cameron Ziegler, and an actor from Django Unchained, Escalante Lundy. Oh, I know Escalante. Escalante. Yeah, he's yep. a great guy. I love him. Um, and uh, yeah, you can you can check it out there. That's and it's awesome. called Woodlands. Woodlands, and it's you cool. can find it just by searching okay. Woodlands. I think film. I've seen a ad for that actually on Facebook or something, or maybe Escalante posted. Something. Escalante does, yeah. He, he tries to something. advertise, yeah. yeah. So okay, well we'll go check it out, and we can go par- go by K's store. Yeah, if simply you want some, called like, K's. Dope shit, come over. Dope shit. Yeah. We yeah. do yeah. want some dope shit. You got anything for guys? It's yeah, all men's for women. dope shit. Or no, what? well I, you know, men keep asking me that. I feel like. I need to start that. That's my that's my next venture. I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a husband or boyfriend or anything? I have a boyfriend. I do not have a husband. Okay. And has he got any advice to you about what to wear? Um, you know, like what he, to stock. I, I don't. I don't man? like to 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 change people. So I'm like, if that's what you're gonna wear, that's your choice. You stick with it. Okay. And if yeah. you want to get married, that's just give me a call. Yeah. Hey, good totally. idea. Yeah. yeah. Got, that's a, that's a great thing that guys love to hear. That. Well, no, you look great. If that's what you want to wear, fine. That's it. Uh, 
Because then you don't know really what you're supposed to change into. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's because I don't really, helpful, I'm not really interested you. in his opinion on what I'm wearing. So, because I know what I'm wearing is fine. Yeah. Usually. Well, you've got a clothes store. Exactly. So, so can, if he tries to chime in, I'm like, mm, keep that shit to yourself. Because it's. He does, does he try to tell you that you don't look never, good? No, never. So. No, never. How long have you been going out? Not that long. Only like, I guess like almost six months now. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Brett's up to 10 months. What happened to the girlfriend with the. Asperger's classes when you leave town. Uh, we plan on moving together. She's yep. going with you after 10 months. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, it would be... I think you need to call Olga. two years that, at that's that point. The test. Oh, okay. That becomes the test. That's the big you know, test. Yeah. Moving it's to LA important together. to have that. Yep. What are you looking up, Olga? I'm, I'm adding my contact information into Brett's phone. Oh, you've got Brett's phone. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope you could get this job on the... This movie out of I want to do the uh, CLE stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're going to be contacting actors tomorrow. You know, yeah. okay. in, in case uh, there's some sort of what you about know, fight a part for all of us? Kind of we could be the, like clients, right, guys? I can do the clothes. You know, yeah, wardrobe, costumes, costumes. costumes. Yeah, I've done okay. that for my sister. Music. Soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Do you have yeah. music? You got we, everything here. We do. Uh, Engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We have some royalty-free music. Um, and we uh-huh. have. A, yeah. I know that's that's what they do. And yeah, and then we have a. It's, yeah. Well, Andrew will give you the music without paying royalty, but you have to. Nope. You have to. Well, you <laughs> have to pay for the. You can have a buyout, but you have to pay you to buy it out, right? That's yeah. what. Have you got sucks. free, totally free send music? Send me a message. Mm-hmm. With you. How do you get free music? There, there are websites out there um, that offer it, and basically they'll do like if you're a composer, then they'll just give you like a flat fee, and they'll just take your music and have it in there, and then that's that. Mm. It's it's sort of kind of a really messed up time to be a musician which is why I did Audible and all these right. other things because well, it's a messed up time to be trying to make any money in the arts up. I mean it's and then with Spotify and everything you get two ten thousandths of one set it's really and I mean I just got like a royalty statement from uh, Amazon that would be you who's texting who um, yeah. and it's like for streaming and it's like zero zero <laughs> zero one you know Six whatever nine. and I, I'm like wow this is even insulting for you to even send this to me like I, I'm, I'm actually wh- why don't you just not send it to me because you should be sending me a check well, they at have least to by law and even if you. it's like point zero zero one of a check cent of a check at least I can deposit that into my savings <laughs> <laughs> instead of this ridiculous sure. stupid thing from Amazon where it tells you well until you get a balance of $50 you know how many streaming things well, I, I need no, for they're $15 not, they're not allowed to do that they have to pay you no, you have to have a minimum of $50. No, well, they won't be allowed to. There was a whole lawsuit well, about that. I'm sure that. you can well, request it, but they've probably got a system in place where they're not sending out people three cents a month. No, they're know. not. Yeah, they are, though. Don't you get those no. checks? They're being no, I, I get it from, sp- uh, from, uh, not sp- yeah, from Spotify. From Spotify, Google Spotify. Play. I get it from them, but I, I don't get, get it from, from Amazon. I get it from all over the place because they, they have to, because they used to only send them to you when they had a minimum of like 10 bucks or 20 bucks or 50 bucks, and then someone sued them. And said they they weren't allowed to hold on to your money. They had to pay it out, so now they have to pay it. I just got this email from Amazon, so apparently not. No, so well, maybe they're exempt. Maybe from Amazon it. hasn't know. been sued yet or something. They're not part of the. They should be sued. But I, I get those checks all the time. Ridiculous. You get those checks. I get like a check from Sound, Sound Exchange. The uh, yes, yeah, Sound Exchange. Yeah, that it's actually crazy. pays well. I mean, it costs them more to mail it. Hey, Erin's here. Look, she looks great. She does. Hey, congratulations, Erin. Good job. Way to go, Erin. Yeah. Yeah, on your yeah. P- presentation. Right now. So you cut right here, right in time because we're just leaving. Yeah. So you can, yeah, so you can get a drink okay. and okay. you look great. Where would you get this yeah. jewelry from? That looks awesome. Oh, thank you. It's from Kate. It's from Kate. Knew it. Come on. I knew it. How about yep. that? I mean, That's dope shit. Yeah. See, dope shit. How dope much shit. was that dope Minus shit? The, Is it cheap? It was probably like thirty-six bucks or something. That's really cheap for yeah. that. That looks awesome. 
pretty wow. good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Kay, thanks for joining us. Kay Chabonet from me. Kay's on Magazine Street. Yes, that's me. Filmmaker Brett Roberts and Olga, singer, songwriter, parachutist, and celebrant. You can find it. Where can we find you, actually? I guess there's a link on our website. It's um, you know what, yeah, but otherwise. To, you know what? The best way is probably Facebook, because everybody does Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Facebook good. slash so Olga Blues Babe. Is Olga my, Blues Babe. My, uh, okay. official is page. the way to find you. Hey, thanks for joining us. That was happy hour for uh, an, another week. This is yeah, awesome. Weeks Thank gone you. By. There we go. See you back here next week. Until then, the show was produced today by Graham DePonte, who's actually in Los Angeles, Brett, by the way, today. By the time you move, she'll be back. Yeah, she did tell me she wasn't going to be able to. She did. Mm, Okay. Chris Kehoe is our associate producer and technical director, and Christian Unruh is our music director. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can check out plenty of other happy hours as well, as well as some other shows we make here at INO Broadcasting. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, True to the Game. With Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tokamilo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu, and the podcast about death, called Death the Podcast, with psychologist Dr. Arian Alphant. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts on itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos are taken today by Alison Moon. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher, which was just bought by some other company or some other podcast app that you prefer, thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you can to stop everything. And rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining on a plate and fine booze into a glass with a whole new menu in a three-hour happy hour every day. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworms.com. For Andrew Duhon, bon voyage. We'll see you in a month when you get back from your European tour. You can find Andrew in Europe and find him where exactly in Europe on andrewduhon.com. For everyone around here, around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office for Broadcasting, I'm Grant Morris. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.